Hey friends, you're listening to the Fearless Photographer Podcast, and today I have some really juicy tips for you in responding to inquiries to increase your booking rate and even reduce the amount that you get ghosted. And if you think that you have a pretty solid initial inquiry response, you may want to listen to this episode because I'm sharing the five things that you should do and a few things not to do in your responses to those inquiries. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of The Fearless Photographer. I'm your host, Stephanie Kozik, a photographer and business coach. This is a conversational business podcast where we take the guesswork out of creating a business and a life you love and pursuing your dreams without fear. If you're looking for guidance on how to build a successful business, make more money, quit your nine to five, book more of your dream clients and enjoy the journey, you're in the right place. I share the tried and true methods to elevate your business. We talk about marketing, productivity, mindset, dealing with tough situations, pricing, balancing a business and a life, and so much more. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. It's time to build a business and a life you love without fear. Let's dive in. Before we get started, Whether you're a new or regular listener, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm honored to be able to share with you the things that I've learned about creating a successful business. But the thing is, I have no idea who you are, so I would love to know who's listening, what episodes you're loving, and how I can encourage you. So real quick, take a screenshot and share this to your stories so we can connect over on Instagram or Facebook and be sure to tag me at the fearless photographer underscore so that I can see it, connect with you, encourage you and send you a special gift. And I'll give you a hint. It's actually a resource that I typically charge for, but I want to send it to you for free just for sharing that you're listening today. And after this episode, or if you have a moment and you've been listening to the show, I would be so, so grateful if you could leave a rating or review of the show. It helps other photographers find the podcast and lets me know that you're encouraged by what I'm doing here. These are the five things that I recommend doing when you're responding to inquiries. Number one, respond quickly. Before we even dive into what you're saying and what you're sending back to them, I want to first say that this is very important. If possible, answer within just a few hours, but no more than 24 hours, because by that point, they're more likely to have contacted more photographers, and they've probably already heard back from a few of them. So the quicker that you respond, the more likely you are to either catch them while they're still online looking at photographers, and you're more likely to make that connection and catch their attention early. And sometimes couples contact so many vendors, they forget who they've emailed. So with this tip, I also want to add that it's not a bad idea to set up an automated response that just confirms that you got their message. You're excited that they've reached out. You'll respond as soon as you can, just so that they have your name at the top of their mind while they're still looking around at photographers. Number two, change your subject line. You want to make sure that you have a really catchy subject because like I just mentioned, they're probably reaching out to so many vendors and they're getting lots of emails back. And what usually happens is everyone tends to have the same email subject line. It's generic and it doesn't stand out to them. So what I like to do is to change that subject line from what it is by default. If you've got a contact form, sometimes it'll say form submission, or if you're using 
a CRM that's got a contact form embedded into your site, it'll come through as like new inquiry. So change it to something that's going to catch their attention and shows that you're excited to work with them, connect with them, whatever you think is appropriate and on brand for your personality. Because I think that before they even see your response, you need to catch their attention and you need to have that catchy subject line. Number three, make a connection. Now, this is probably one of the most important things. Booking a photographer online can be a scary process because most of the time they've never met the person that they're hiring. And if you've done a good job at building their trust through being authentic and genuine and drawing them in with your website and your social channels, they might already feel like they know you. So what they really want at this point is that personal connection. And just a side note here, if you don't know that you're doing that with your website and your social media, we need to take a look at that and make sure that you're set up to convert through those avenues and getting the inquiries in the first place. And in the Book More Clients course, we break down the entire process of attracting the right clients, honing in on what sets you apart and how to convey that in your brand, your messaging, your copy on your website. So that allows you to attract those dream clients. And I think a lot of photographers might think that they're connecting and customizing their responses, but they're actually not doing it in a genuine way or deep enough. And just by saying, oh, I love your venue, I'm available for your date, or I love that you want to bring your pup to your session, that's not really making a connection. Those are just observations from what they've already told you. To make a real and more meaningful connection, it may even go back to the questions that you're asking on your contact form. Are you asking the right questions? Or are you asking them to give you information in a way that they're free to talk about the details of what they're wanting and what they envision? And everyone is different and everyone perceives feeling valued differently. And in another episode, we'll talk about the different types of inquiries and how to tell them apart and discern right away what will make that connection for them. But for now, I'll simply say that you should be responding in a way that shows them that you understand their values and what they're looking for and how you can provide them with that. And that's something I think a lot of photographers might be missing out on. And that's why I talk more about that in depth with that Book More Clients course. And I know I've mentioned it a few times, but this content is actually part of what we cover in that course. So if you're liking this content, if you feel like this is valuable to you, I know that you're gonna love that course. In my signature course, Book More Clients, I've outlined a seven-step framework that, when done together, in the right order and in the right way, have proven to give you that revolving door of clients coming into your business month after month, year after year. Whether you're trying to actively grow your business or just create a consistent stream of clients. If you're looking around at other photographers and they seem busy and booked and you're thinking, I'm doing all the same things. I'm good at what I do. My clients love me, but you're left thinking, what am I missing? If you're doing all the things that are supposed to work, but you're not seeing results and you're left feeling desperate and struggling to consistently book enough clients, this is for you. This course is also perfect for you if you're an experienced photographer and you're in a slow season of booking in your business and you feel like the things that worked before just aren't working anymore. Go from feeling discouraged or overwhelmed with all of the different advice out there or trying to DIY a business plan that promises to bring in clients but ends up taking up 
all your time with little results to consistently bringing in a steady flow of clients, filling your calendar and reaching your income goals. If you're listening to this and you feel like what you're doing isn't quite getting the results that you want in your business, then it's time for a change. Think about it this way. You could take the time trying to research and find out on your own, sort through so many Google results or YouTube videos, trying to figure out what will work for you, but where would you rather be this time next month or in six months or in one year? Why not skip ahead and learn from someone that's already done the hard work and learn the hard lessons and what works and what doesn't and sort of frog leap over your competition that's still back there trying to figure it out on their own. In the Book More Clients program, I hold nothing back. I'm sharing the tried and true methods to get clarity in your business, stand out to your dream clients, convert more of those inquiries, elevate your brand, and create that steady stream of clients into your business. Are you ready for that to be you? Don't wait until you're another month down the road wishing that you were already starting to see those results. Find the link to the course in the show notes to learn more. I can't wait to help you create a business and a life that you love. It is so worth it. I'll see you soon, friend. Number four, keep the conversation going. Think of their email as them simply starting the conversation. So to keep the conversation going, you could ask a low pressure question to find out more and prompt them to respond again to you. Something like, are you interested in an engagement session? Or for portraits or family sessions, do you have a location in mind or a date that you want to do this by? But just remember not to ask too many questions in your initial email. There will be other opportunities to ask all the questions that you need to plan or talk about those on a phone call, which leads me to number five is to give them the next step or a clear call to action. And if you've ever worked a sales job, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, assume the sale. It's guiding the conversation in a way that makes it easy for them to take the next step without having to come out and directly ask them to book with you. So when responding, it comes across as confidence in yourself and in your work, but not in an arrogant way that's pushy or demanding, of course. So there's there's a fine line, and it's actually giving them the gentle nudge to move to the next step in a way that just seems natural to them. So along with these five things to include in your initial response to those inquiries, I also want to give you a few things to avoid. And these are a few things that I've learned over the years that actually have hurt my booking rate or increased the number of people that have ghosted me, which is always a problem. Let me tell you, I have a pretty strong response to inquiries and I'm really happy with my booking rate, but I still get ghosted. And it's baffling to me sometimes, even clients that I get on a video chat and I think, oh, they're definitely booking with me. That was a great phone call. We had a great connection. Everything went perfectly. The conversation was great. It still happens. So don't be discouraged by that. It's just part of being a business owner. Not everyone will follow up. They get busy. They move forward with other people and they forget to let you know that they're not booking or why they're not booking. In the Book More Clients course, we talk about the eight reasons you might be getting ghosted. 
and how to minimize those as much as possible. So if you're interested in that, the link to the course is below. Or if you want to hear about those on the podcast, send your question into the SpeakPipe messaging feature on my website, and I'll answer with a podcast. That link is also in the show notes below. I also want to give you those things to avoid with responding, things that might scare clients off or turn them away, or things that cause potential clients to ghost you. Number one, don't simply answer their questions. Most of the time, people may not know exactly what they need or what it is that you offer and what makes you different. And that's why they ask questions, even questions that could be answered by looking around your website. So I also suggest don't talk about price unless they ask and don't just send over your price list unless they've asked for that specifically. Because if you just answer their question about pricing or packages, you're giving them what they asked for, you're ending the conversation, you're not making that personal connection or focusing on the experience that you could give them because you didn't draw them into that process. So now they're gonna take that information and go compare with the other photographers that they've contacted and now you're only competing on price. Number two, don't overwhelm them with information. This is the other extreme. You may want to send them resources and past weddings that you've done at that wedding venue. You want to send them blog links for resources on location or what to wear. And like I mentioned before, you want to keep it clear what the next step is. And if you give them too many steps to take, too many links, you're going to see more inquiries not take any action or take that next step. It's overwhelming. And also, Something that I actually learned in the last few years is that if you include too many links in your initial email back to them and they don't have that thread with you already in their email, sometimes their email can actually mark your, your email as spam and they'll never see it. So be careful with sending too many links. Too many calls to action leads to no action. And remember that your reply should fit in one screen of their phone in their email don't make them scroll through a huge paragraph. And sometimes you can also mirror how much they write. So if they write more, it's okay for you to write more. Number three, do not ever be negative or talk about other vendors in a negative way. Always be friendly and positive and don't talk about other photographers or be negative about any of their requests or ideas or about their venue. And if you have suggestions on how to pull together the style of the wedding or the ideas that they have for your session, you can always talk about that at a later point and kind of guide them toward what you suggest for certain things when appropriate. But I will say, if they have a ton of crazy requests or you get a weird vibe from them, it may be a red flag that you're not the right fit. And I do have a podcast episode called 10 Clients You Should Not Work With if you want to check that out. But number four, do not respond anywhere else than email. And a lot of gurus will tell you that when you get that inquiry that you need to call them right away and that's the key to making that connection. And from my experience, I have to disagree. I will say though, I have texted in the past just to make sure that they got my email if I'm worried that it's going to go to spam, if they've asked for links to previous weddings or something like that, and I've included more than one or two links, then I'm going to text them and make sure that they got my email just in case. And I also do that if their email address looks like there might be a typo in it. 
But before they're ready, if you call them or if it's a bad time, you could blow your chance completely. So if they email you, email them back. And then you could ask if they want to set up a phone call and chat more from there. If you feel like you prefer phone calls and you have a great response to phone calls already, I do suggest asking on your contact form if they prefer email or phone call. So please keep in mind, some things work some of the time. Nothing works all of the time. There's no magic phrase that will guarantee that you get the booking. So I suggest that you start tracking and see what's not working and what might work sometimes and start doing those things more. With these tips, what if you could book more of your inquiries and increase that booking rate? What would that mean for your business? If you're wanting to learn how to attract and book more clients consistently in your business, check out the link for the Book More Clients course. All of the information that I shared today is actually taken out of that course, and this is a sneak peek into what we cover even more in depth. So if you like today's episode and you feel like it's going to be helpful to you, I know that you're going to love that course. And if you implement these strategies and see results, let's take a look at other aspects of your business and make sure that you're set up to attract and book those clients in all areas of your business. I don't want you to miss out on getting into that group to go from frustrated and feeling desperate to book enough clients to consistently booking your dream clients month after month. And I hope you can hear my voice. I am so passionate and confident in this course and the results that you're going to see from it. Just a recap of today's episode, and I'll put the list for you to screenshot in the show notes below. But when responding to initial inquiries, number one, respond quickly, change the subject line and make it stand out. And this was the biggest part of the episode today is to make a connection. Number four, keep the conversation going. Number five, a clear next step or call to action. And then things to not include or things to avoid. Number one, don't simply answer their question. Don't just send over your pricing. Number two, don't overwhelm them with information and mirror how much they write. Number three, don't be negative. Number four, set boundaries and only respond through email. And remember, some things work some of the time. Nothing works all of the time. And even if these tips get your closing rate up by one out of every 10 inquiries, that's 10%. That's something. And it's definitely worth focusing on even more aspects of your business that could increase those odds for you even more. Well, friends, that wraps up today's episode. I hope it was helpful and encouraging to you. If you loved this episode, please screenshot and share it to your story and tag me on Instagram at the fearless photographer underscore. So I can see which episodes you're loving the most and connect with you there, encouraging you in your journey as well. Please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question or topic you'd like to submit for a podcast episode, click on the link below for the speak pipe feature. Everything we talked about today and all the links I mentioned are in the show notes below as well. I can't wait to share what's next, but until then have an awesome week.